Hey everybody, my name is Solomon Farner and I'm the owner of TSF Coaching or True Sustainable Fitness Coaching. Um, and yeah, on this podcast, there was just a couple of, of things I wanted to kind of touch base on and to, to be clear about. So yeah, the first one is just, is just why this podcast. So um, as, as most of you probably know, as most of you are probably my clients, um, this podcast is, is more of a resource for you guys than it is um, an idea to, to get big or to um, become more popular in the podcasting industry. That's not really it. It's more of just a resource for you guys or a tool to put in your tool belt. Um, and, and a reason to continue to get more passionate about it and a way for me to share my story and to share um, what I'm getting interested in and stuff like that. So that's kind of the why behind this podcast is just so that you guys have something else in your tool belt. Or if you're thinking about working with me, you have a great resource to get to know me a little bit better and to hear my story. So, yeah, that's kind of the main reason. Um, the second thing I kind of wanted to touch on is why are they so short? So most podcasts, I know a lot of you guys are mind pump listeners where they'll go an hour to an hour and a half or sometimes two hours, but mine have been 15 to 20 minutes each time. So, and, and there's only been two times, so there's still room for me to extend if I want to, or to keep them short. But, um, most of the time they just turn out to be around 15, 20 minutes. And that's kind of all I can talk for before I, I either start speaking gibberish or something like that. So, um, yeah, the the reason for that is a yeah, like I said, I some after that length, I kind of just get exhausted from talking and um, don't know what else to say, and I kind of run out of words and get a little anxious about that. But but also just because I think most of the time people listen to podcasts, and myself included, um, when they're commuting from one place to the next, or um, they're going to do a, a simple project or something like that. Sometimes, obviously, you have them for longer, but. Most of the time, I kind of like it to be a shorter, digestible podcast that's easy to knock out and easy to listen to and, and come out of with, with an opinion or with a thought. And sometimes if you listen to those two or three-hour podcasts like Joe Rogan or something like that, it actually turns out to be like 20 different things that he talks about, and then you leave only remembering one or two. So I just want to be very clear with the intentions and with, with what I want to talk about, just that you leave with one or two notes or one or two things that you've learned um, throughout the podcast. So yeah, that's kind of the first item is, is why this podcast and why the length. So I kind of touched on both of those. Um, but the, the big thing for this podcast and the big thing I want you guys to learn is just why I, I chose the name TSF Coaching or True Sustainable Fitness Coaching. So I'm going to go through and kind of just break down um, that decision-making process and, and break down each word and, and why I think it's important. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest thing is, um, so if you don't know, my, my name is Tyler Solomon Farner. So TSF is actually my initials. I go by Solomon cause my dad's name is also Tyler. So it's just easier that way. And it's something that I kind of grew up doing and going by Solomon. But I think the idea of my, my identity being a huge part of this business is, is something that it's important to me. Um, I want this to be a part of me and I want to be a part of this. So, um, going with my initials and incorporating that and, and the family aspect of it and just having a reason to call something my own is, is super important to me. And um, what I've learned throughout my journey of trying to figure out what I want to do with my life is that I like the idea of creating something. Um, and I even listened to a podcast recently about the passion of taking something from zero to one. Um, and so building that foundation, is something for me that's super important. And I wanted to be a part of that. So yeah, kind of moving into the next item of, of breaking down the specific words and what they mean and why I chose them. Um, obviously, I decided that I wanted my initials to be a big part of the business of the TSF and um, having something to be able to break that down is even more important. And I wanted that to convey a message of what my business stood for and what I stand for. So the obviously, the words are true, sustainable fitness. And the first word true, I think, is um, the simplest word, but maybe the one with the most meaning. 
um, and the most truth to, to what I want to convey as a business owner and as um, a nutrition coach. So yeah, I think in the fitness space, it's just like overflowing with fake ideas, um, fake information and, and things that are just trying to catch your eye. Um, and what I've experienced from people that um, I know in the fitness space and, and people that I've followed for years and I've, I've always loved bodybuilding. I've always loved stuff like that. And I've been following the same people for 10 years now, obviously. And, and so, yeah, what I've learned is that there's a lot of things that they say that actually isn't true. Um, and that's been by trial and error and stuff like that. And, and seeing people experience those things and um, them not working, if that makes sense. So yeah, I have a few examples of that that I kind of wanted to just dive into um, and, and things that you'll see all the time that just you'll learn is, is not true and not right. So the first thing I kind of wanted to just dive into, I mean, is HIT. Like you see HIT workouts all the time that um, are, are directed to people that are trying to lose weight and stuff like that and, and people that are trying to get healthy but um, and, and build muscle. I mean, that's the biggest thing is that you see these examples of people that are building muscle by doing these 30-minute HIT workouts or um, – yeah, the, the stuff that you'll see on VHS tapes back in the day, but now you'll see on the beach body transformation, stuff like that. Um, and it's all hit workouts and that is say that they, you'll build muscle and do this stuff. But really, I mean, it's just muscle exhaustion and cardio. Um, if you're doing circuit style training with zero rest for 20 minutes, um, you're not going to see muscle building results from that. You'll see yourself getting way better at cardio and maybe building a few little weird endurance muscles that haven't been triggered before just by newbie gains. Um, but that's not a good way to build muscle or to lose weight because it's just cardio and, and going into that, like even cardio focused weight loss, like you'll see people and I, I've seen, I've had examples of this in the gym. I've been going to the same gym for seven or eight years now and I'll see people still on the treadmill for 30 minutes to an hour each day that I've been watching lift and do stuff like that, or I've been watching at the gym for the last, um, five or six years. And since, since I even started going to the gym, um, and they haven't lost any weight. They, they'll still be 20 or 30 pounds overweight doing the same cardio every single day but not seeing results. Um, and that's simply just because of, of adaptation from your body. You'll, you'll do cardio for 30 minutes a day every day, and after three weeks, maybe you'll, you'll have lost a little bit of weight at first just because of the extra calorie deficit that you're in, but then your body will adapt to that, your metabolism will adapt, and you'll stop losing weight, and you'll stop um, – really progressing other than getting better at doing 30 minute cardio workouts. Um, so that's not a great way to lose weight. Um, but you'll see all over and you'll hear people say, and you'll see these athletes that are super skinny doing the same stuff and eating a ton and all this stuff, but it's just not a great way for the average person, um, to lose weight. And, and that's something I want to also emphasize is that I'm talking to average people. I'm not talking to genetic freaks or people that are, um, built for specific workouts, people that are really good at hit that just have awesome muscle building signals and, um, great muscle building genetics and, and growth hormones and stuff like that. No, I'm just talking to the average people that are just trying to lose weight in a sustainable way. So I talked about hit cardio focused weight loss. Um, the next thing I see all the time are these grueling 30 minute thousand rep ab workouts. Um, and I know a lot of you guys are mind pump listeners and I know that you guys know most of the right information. Um, but this is something that I just kind of wanted to touch on also is just the fact that that's so fake. Like you'll never do go to the gym and do a 30 minute nonstop circuit style bicep workout and come out of it feeling amazing. Your biceps will hurt. Um, that's for sure, but you're not going to come out of it with, with huge biceps every single day. And not that rich Piana style where he, he does a bunch of bicep stuff for, throughout the whole day and eats a protein shake in between and says that there's 
two more inches on your bicep because of that. It's like, no, if you want to build your biceps, you, you take it frequently, you do it every single day, you do little workouts or every other day, and you do three to four sets of five to ten reps, and then you cycle it and stuff like that. And, and that's the same thing with abs. Um, and the other side of that is just the fact that, hey, yeah, these 30-minute ab workouts – they may progress your abs. Maybe you'll you'll build your abs doing that stuff, and just because your body will get better and more used to it, but you're not going to see your abs if you're 30 pounds overweight. And so these people are advertising that these super long, grueling ab workouts, um, you'll have visible abs in a month, or you'll have visible abs in 90 days, something like that. But it's like, well, you can't do that if you're still overeating by 500 calories a day. And you can't do that if you're still not focusing on your abs or not getting or not focusing on your diet and not getting your protein in and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you can do those 30-minute ab workouts, and maybe your abs will get stronger. But they're not advertising strong abs. They're advertising visible, clear abs. Um, and so that's just not the way to go. And, and, and the last example I kind of wanted to talk about is just CrossFit. Um, I know a lot of people that have started CrossFit and absolutely loved it and had to stop a year later just because they're injured. There are people that... Um, yeah, have have gotten weird muscle disorders or something like that from CrossFit. So there's there's a lot of those people that are around, and you'll hear a lot of people that talk about how much they love CrossFit and they miss it and they just want to be in community and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, that's great. And and the community that CrossFit offers is amazing. Like it's the same reason that people love football in high school or love team sports in high school is because you're all suffering together and there's some sort of bond that's built between people because of that. But, I mean, that being said, CrossFit-style workouts are not good at, at what they're supposed to do. They're very similar to HIIT-style workouts, except for there's extra specific pieces that are focused on strength. Um, but you have to be eating 5,000 calories a day to talk about fixing the muscle-building signal or fix it, fixing the damage that you do to your muscles every day. Um, so, they're, I mean, they're just they're built for destroying your body. Um, and even if you look at the people, the lifespans of CrossFit athletes, it's or even professional athletes, which is they are, they they train just like professional athletes, um, destroying their bodies every single day, and then coming back the next day and doing it all over again without giving your body enough time to rest. Um, you look at the lifespans and the heart health of those people, and they're they're gonna die early. They're gonna die in their 60s or or 50s, and and that's because of the fact that they've put a lot of tension on their heart in their in their prime years. So that's another thing that. Yeah, they'll advertise really good health, and maybe you will get into really good shape because of that. But it, my focus, like like we're going to talk about in a second, is a sustainable way to work out for longevity and for overall health, and that's just not the way to go. You might look a little better, you might feel better, but I mean, if you're looking to look better and feel better, that's not the way to do it because that's the way to look better and feel better for a very short amount of time before you get injured or before you um, actually do some damage on your on your heart in the long term. But yeah, that's, I mean, everything that they say is sustainable in the fitness industry is almost always fake unless you're looking at people like, like Lane, uh, Lane Norton or something like that, or they're, they're, or Alan Argon, he wrote a great book on flexible dieting, like stuff like that. When you're looking at people that are very smart people that have done the research and know their stuff and are not saying things that are super crazy and blowing your mind and quick fixes, those are the people that are actually talking about sustainability in the right way. Um, but the other people that you'll see on, on all of these other um, TikToks or, or YouTube shorts or stuff like that advertising this quick fix to your diet, it's like, no, those people are not talking about a sustainable way to live. They're talking about something that will make you feel better and give you dopamine for a very short time and then either injure you or, or end up in a worse spot than you started. So, 
yeah, obviously sustainable, that's, that's a huge thing. And, and kind of the thing I wanted to also talk about, even nutrition-wise in the truth part of it and in the sustainable part of it is like crash dieting or, or fasting or if it fits your macros or even carnivore. I did carnivore a couple of weeks ago and, and I loved it, but it was not something that I would want to do for a long period of time, nor do I think it would be healthy for a long period of time. Um, so yeah, that's a huge thing. And in 75 hard or, um, what's the 30, 30 day healthy diet, the uh, whole 30. So those are things that are very strict, um, and not good mentally for you because you'll either, I mean, I mean, they, they could be really good if you can sustain that. Most people probably can't. And, and I talked about this a little bit in my, um, in my newsletter. Um, but there's, there's a lot of ways to, to end up feeling that. And the, the, the very the very high risk I would say is the the main thing I wanted to kind of touch on there is because you'll either end up um, loving it and, and sticking with it forever, but most of the time people end up developing a bad relationship with food and then binge dieting and um, yeah purging and and stuff like that. They'll just feel really bad about the binge that they just had because they were so strict for three weeks or a month or something like that, and then they'll yeah punish themselves for binging and then they'll binge again because they are too strict and have developed this poor relationship with food and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I talk about, like nutrition wise, those are the, those are the risks there. I mean, everything I talked about prior was, um, fitness wise, but yeah, from a nutrition standpoint, those, those really big diet, the diet fads are are never ones that are really good for you. Um, and are, and are really sustainable. So yeah, why, why is sustainability so important? I've been through kind of the process of, of bulking and cutting and having to be super strict and all that stuff, and it's just not not the answer. I mean, that's that's very clear. Unless you're a pro bodybuilder, a professional athlete, um, doing those things is, isn't always the right thing to do. And, I mean, it's not always the sustainable thing to do because you don't want to live your whole life um, restricting yourself from, from these big foods or um, having to bulk and then cut and then, getting to a place where you're taking time off tracking and then, and then having to go back on tracking because you're giving yourself too much, um, too much benefit or too, too much, uh, uh, grace there. So yeah, I I don't want anyone to, I mean, along the lines of, of bulking and cutting and and tracking every single thing, I I don't want anyone to be able to be in a mindset where they have to be super strict or they have to cut down a specific amount of calories or, um, yeah, I I don't want to, guide people through this super strict battle to get to this place where they want to go. I want to guide people to a place where, A, they're healthy, um, and maybe we'll have to cut down a bunch of calories for a short period of time um, to get to a place where you can sustain. Um, and obviously, that's that's kind of my role is to guide people through a process that they enjoy and they'd be willing to go through again. Um, and what that looks like is, hey, like if you want to have this goal weight of, of 150 pounds, or something like that. I want to get you to a place where you're at 150 pounds. And if you don't want to have to cut again, or if you don't want to have to gain weight again, or something like that, I want you to be able to be in a place where you can sustain that weight for as long as you can, but do so in a way where you're not having to always check your weight or always check the calories or do something like that. So, I mean, sustainability is something that I think is, is the, almost the biggest piece of every, everyone's fitness journey. For me specifically, I mean, I was at a place where um, I had dropped down 60 pounds and I was from 265 to 205. Um, and then I actually worked my way up to eating 3,700 calories. And I had a lot of fun doing that because, hey, like, 
yeah, it was really hard. Like I had spent a lot of time having to cut down and I've gone through a lot of um, mental health issues because of the way that I did that. But once I got there, um, I was in a place where it's like, hey, okay, now I have to figure out a way to sustain this. Um, and, and I posted about this in the Mind Pump private forum. And so if you want to see a little bit of my story, you can also listen back. Um, but then I found Mind Pump and started getting into the fitness and nutrition stuff and figured out a way to sustain that weight that I was at, that weight that took me so long to get to and so many years of dreaming about trying to get to that place where I felt and looked healthy. Um, and I figured out a way to sustain that weight while eating a ton of calories um, and building a ton of muscle. And, and at that point, what, what was fun about that was that, hey, like overall I was eating really well, but there was, there was maybe one night a week where I would just eat a whole pizza and I would come back the next day and would have lost weight. Like something like that, where it's just like my body, it seemed like it was working so well. Um, and that's the kind of thing that I want to sustain. I want to be able to have that freedom of being able to potentially eat something that's not necessarily the most beneficial nutrient that my body needs, but then come back the next day and not feel guilty about it and not feel like I did any long-term damage or not be worried about this scale going up so far. Um, and that was through a process of reverse dieting, which I'll also talk about on this podcast, just because that's a huge tool that I want you to have in your toolkit um, of being able to get down to a weight that you're comfortable with and feel like you can sustain and then work your diet up to a place where it's like I'm eating a ton of food and more than I even need to eat because that's when I need to um, or that's when I get that freedom of being able to eat some of the, the foods that maybe aren't the best for me but then come back and, and not feel bad about it or not feel like I did any long-term damage. Um, and, and that's also the place where you start to feel your body out a little bit more. Like, yeah, the pizza tasted great, and I'm so glad that I didn't gain a ton of weight because of that pizza that I ate or didn't gain a ton of long-term damage for my body, but I also started to understand my body a little bit more because I would come back the next day feeling bloated and gross and um, my, my digestion system was, was messed up because of that pizza. Like You started to see the repercussions for the foods that you're eating when you get to a place where you feel overall healthy and you start to see the value in the, the healthy foods, the, the whole foods that you eat and stuff like that. So um, f- the, the main reason I chose the word sustainable is just because, I mean, that's the the thing that I'm most proud of and the thing that I did that was um, the most fun for me. And I experienced this sustainable lifestyle and I continue to experience this sustainable lifestyle um, where there will be swings where I'm like, hey, I'm I'm up five pounds, but I'm going to drop back down and I'm still eating 3,200 calories even in a cut because I've built myself up a diet that's good enough and can sustain a lot of food, even in a time where I was having to cut so yeah, I love that word sustainable because that was the most fun I had and the, the most freedom I experienced. And that's something I want all of my clients to experience and to enjoy. Um, so yeah, I mean, true and sustainable, those are huge things. And true sustainable together, obviously, is like I want to not only give you truth and not only show you sustainability, but I want to tr- show you like a true and sustainable. Like I want those two words to to combine um, so they each have good individual meanings and good individual values, but I want a true sustainable lifestyle um, for you and to guide all my clients to that place. So, and then the next one is fitness. I mean, I think fitness, um, obviously I'm a, I'm a nutrition coach and fell in love with nutrition and dieting and stuff like that. Um, But I think fitness is a great way to think about it because it's your overall fitness. It's not just 
physical fitness. It's not just re- nutritional fitness or mental fitness. I think fitness overall covers all the bases. Um, I want you to be mentally fit, physically fit, nutritionally fit. Um, and, and that's kind of, I want to touch base with all my clients. And obviously you guys know that um, when we talk, I'm not just asking about the foods you ate. I'm asking about, hey, how are your workouts this week? What were your stress levels? How did you sleep? Stuff like that. Like overall health is the goal. And that's why I chose fitness as a word. Um, because not only did it fit into the initials that I had set before me, but it was also just a way to communicate that holistic view of, of what I wanted to um, coach you guys on. So yeah, I mean, that that about covers everything I kind of wanted to cover. I kind of wanted you guys just to leave with a more holistic view of, of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So um, yeah, a couple of things I want you guys to think about, and if you would send me a text or somehow communicate with me um, about this, but an idea I had, so I, I love movies. Like I, I love movies. Movies and fitness are my two things that I like have fallen in love with. I, I'm a nerd for nutrition, um, and I'm a nerd for workouts, and I'm also a nerd for movies. So this could be anything from superhero movies to, to dramas. or like I love the A-list stuff where it's just really good and deep stuff. Um, and I love sci-fi, like everything. Like I just love movies. Um, and so I was thinking about maybe doing some episodes that are like, hey, it's kind of that mind pump-esque where it's like, hey, the first half of this episode is going to be about random crap or movies or random news. And then the second half of this episode is going to be specific towards a topic. So this could be flexible dieting, reverse dieting, um, maybe like something I want to talk about is just the five steps to reverse diet um, and stuff like that. So providing those tools still, but also giving you a source of entertainment. But this would not be necessarily... Um, the reasoning behind it, this is more for me. Like I want to get better at podcasting and communicating. And I think the best way to do that is continue to do so and and do so about things that I'm passionate about in movies as part of that. So, um, yeah, give me feedback on if you think that's a great idea or if you're like Solomon, that's, that's terrible. I will not listen to that. Um, yeah, just, just do that for me. Um, cause podcasting is something like this is, as you may be able to tell, um, I'm not the best at it. I'm not good at just talking to a screen while I'm watching um, the microphone record stuff. And so, yeah, this is something I kind of wanted to just get better at over time and to continue, to continue to communicate with you guys as best as possible. And so, yeah, I see this being a great resource in the future. So that's kind of an idea I had to just kind of kickstart it um, and to provide a little bit of that entertainment. I think if Mind Pump was just the the back half of each episode, I might get a little bored here and there. And so sometimes I just love hearing people talk about random crap or news. And I learn a ton just from that first half about not just about fitness, but about news in the world and all that stuff. So yeah, give me some feedback on that if you, if you listen to this podcast. Um, but yeah, let me, let me know. Um, I'm going to continue to try to chug along on this podcast and continue to provide resources for you guys to succeed. Um, but yeah, hopefully next week I'll record another one. Um, and maybe try out that other movie, movie style and news, stuff like that. So let me know. All right. Thanks you guys. Appreciate it. I will talk to you next week.